Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week, we are finishing up our run of Icker and Breath for our off-season. I apologize for the week-long delay in getting this episode out, but we were working on something very special that hopefully will be worth the wait. On that note, expect next week to begin an eight-week-long run with special guest Rob Stith of the Orpheus Protocol podcast. We have a lot of really fun and exciting things coming up down the line that we recorded with him, and I can't wait to share them with you. As we finish Icker and Breath, feel free to let us know what you thought about this arc, as Season 5 of Swallows of the South will be our final season playing Exalted, and we are looking at options for systems to play and settings to play in in the future. If there's any interest in an extended run of Icker and Breath in that world, please let us know. One more thing before we get started, I wanted to give a thank you to Ian Mays for their wonderful contribution over on Patreon. Thank you, that helps keep the site up and running, and allows us to do things like share fiction with you. Josette has written a number of very special pieces of fiction that have been shared recently relating to Golden Might of the Dawn's backstory, and there's some more coming down the line from her, as well as some other special treats. So if you're interested in that, visit us at Patreon, which you can find in the show notes. Now. Let's finish this thing. Local 137, Cleo and Philly made their way to meet with a Shun's contact, Triscard. What would she ask of them that would prove so vital in the continued operations of car technologics and its shady underhand? Would it be an achievable task? And would the group escape unscathed? Following the information that you were given by Ashun, you set up a meeting. You arrive at the meeting that you had set up with Triscad at a cafe in the neighborhood Wellspring, which is deep in the city. It is toward the bottom. This cafe is fancy. Soft music plays throughout. The servers are dressed in relatively fine clothes, and it seems like most of the patronage also holds themselves to something of a dress standard. The clientele here is pretty mixed. There are notably even several robots who are frequenting this particular cafe. Among them is Triscad, who is sitting at a table waiting for you. She has clearly been significantly modified since her awakening. She, certainly local would recognize, but others might as well, is a cleaning unit for ventilation systems which has awakened and she's been put onto a much larger stable body as opposed to what was functionally a Roomba to give her more freedom and mobility but most of this new body that has built off of her is very clearly labeled as being the property of Ka Technologics. This is a body on loan. As you sit to meet with her the rays of sunlight that can reach down here, trickling through the buildings and crossing roadways above. She motions for you to sit and warmly greets you. Hi, everybody. I've been waiting to meet you. I'm really, really excited that you're here. Skeptical Cleo gives her a once over, but in order to have a smooth transaction, she greets her with kindness. Hi, it's, uh, it's good to meet you. We've heard a lot about you. I wish that I had heard a little bit more about you. Ashun gave me 
some details, but you know, we, we spoke a little bit before arranging the meeting. I trust Ashun's judgment a lot, and you guys look like you know what's going on. Uh, How to handle yourselves? Cleo makes this faces <laughs> because they don't know a lot, <laughs> and that's the problem. I'm sure that Ashun said only good things, and Billy kind of looks a little awkwardly around like... They hope Ashun said good things, but don't know what good things Ashun could have actually said about the party. Ashun was very positive. You seem to have a lot of business savvy and a surprising amount of technique. Granted, I have been informed that your motivations might be a little bit suspect. Oh, okay, that is, that is, that makes more sense. He doesn't know too much about us, um, but I think we're all on the, the same understanding here. Absolutely. I'm not too worried about you. He vetted you. I'm excited to be working with you. Clearly, you can tell that I'm a forthright person. Well, I certainly can be. I've got my fair share of secrets, if you know what I'm talking about. Aha! I'll drink to that. And then she looks around to see (laughs) if there's any drinks on their table. Leo, wasn't the uh, vodka in the Rokoro egg enough? No. (laughs) Um, And Philly kind of looks to local, like... I don't know why I bothered putting in medicine. She probably knew it wasn't alcohol. (laughs) Given everything that I know about you, I think that we should probably get down to business, talk about the specifics of what, hopefully, you can do for us. And by us, I mean myself and Ashun. Not contactnologics. I'm actually not very fond of them. Yeah. That was the secrets that I was talking about earlier. No, we, we got that. I mean, I don't think we would be here if we thought you were cool with call technologics you're the woman on the inside absolutely and i do want to say i know that we're pretty deep in town right now close to where headquarters and such are this cafe is on some level sympathetic and when i say sympathetic i don't actually mean strictly sympathetic to our cause but they are sympathetic to the idea that people like to find a space where people are not being actively monitored by others so there is a large number of security protocols in place at this particular cafe to ensure that we will not be monitored by anyone at Technologics, such that our information about this particular conversation will be leaked out i do like to be rigid and uh studious in my security precautions probably makes sense why you guys are still uh active if anyone didn't take these precautions they probably would have been snuffed out by now i've seen it happen yeah it's not pretty yeah totally so triscod what is it that we can do for you it is my understanding that you were informed by a that there is a piece of information that i am looking to get there's a piece of data that is being physically stored with contactnologics that might prove what we think is true, and more specifically, that Technologics knows. I happen to know not the contents of that file, but the name of that file and where it is being stored. How do we get that? I'll be going into that in a minute. Essentially, you're going to have to break into the building where it's stored and retrieve it. I have a particular interest in this data because it is my understanding that based on the filing of it, It doesn't contain simply information regarding resonance or catalysts. The filing system indicates that it is in a part of the archive that primarily houses research regarding the sapience of robots. This was my fear. Local looks over to Cleo and Philly. We need to find this. I guess. And Cleo sighs. Why can't we ever just whack someone off? Why does it always have to be going, finding stuff and bringing it back? Cleo, I am not comfortable whacking anyone off. Billy, uh, that's so boring. 
At this point, the waiter drops by the table and wordlessly deposits drinks in front of everyone. Question. Uh, yeah. What is this? It's, uh, milk tea. Do you have anything alcoholic of a milk tea? Maybe like a cider or a mawina? That's what they call wine here. Mawina. Mawina. We don't have any mawina or anything like that. This is, um, it's not really a brunch spot. It's just a cafe. It's fine. It's fine. You just can say no. It's fine. Um, The thing you probably noticed, but we don't actually have a menu. We just. It's fine. Okay. We really appreciate the milk tea. Thank you so very much. It's so good. And she like looks very unimpressed with how it tastes. Eyes on the dream, Joe. Eyes on the dream. You're going to be an actor someday. You're going to be an actor. So, continuing with our conversation now that that distraction is passed, I assume that all of you are familiar with the Lodestone, yes? And the Lodestone is the name of the building that sits literally at the center of AO. It is owned by Technologics, and it essentially raises from the very bottom of the city up to the top level, where there is a large plaza and the lodestone houses everything from offices to research and development sites to housing for the wealthy to an entire entertainment district it is situated that way such that the wealthy can experience the best that ao has to offer because of the strength of the catalytic resonance there yeah uh i i'm pretty familiar with it are you asking if we are familiar with the tallest building in the city that we live in Yes, I was. I was mostly saying that as a formality. It was a rhetorical question, something to make sure that you were listening to what I was saying and not necessarily something to actually test your knowledge of the basic geography and layout of the city of Ao. Though I don't know if most of you are from here, though I would assume that based on build and make local here is from, I apologize, I don't think you formally introduced yourself by name. That is an assumption based on your model. It's fine. My name is Local 137. Uh, he'll also go by Cal if you call him that. I had assumed that you were familiar with the lodestone. It was a rhetorical device. Sorry, we don't have those in Urshi. I don't know if that was cute or if you genuinely don't, in which case I, I, I would urge you to speak with the academics in Urshi to share some of their discourse with the scholars of many other nation states. They have a lot that might be shared in terms of refining means of discourse. We're... More, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Anyway, this disc is held in the archives that are a part of the 24-7 laboratory that is held in the Lodestone. It is close to the bottom because the catalytic resonance there is the strongest. Therefore, they're able to more aptly test the limits of the materials and the metals that they're working with. But that also means that it is under a heightened level of security. They are very, very cautious about letting anyone into the bottom of the building. Up towards the top where the entertainment district is located, there's much more easy access. To get in on the ground floor, you're going to need something like a security pass of some sort. And I am able to provide you with blanks, but you would need to find some way to code those such that you would be able to get in yourselves. Perhaps someone familiar with Skullduggery or Sutterfuge would be able to program those. Yeah, that's me. Good to hear it. You look very, very competent. You should see her when she's drunk. Yeah, I would love that. Remember your car, Cleo. Remember what almost happened last night. So, I also want it to be known that suspicions are already, on some level, focused on me. So, people are aware 
or have some level of suspicion that I might not be entirely on the up and up. On account of that and some digging around that I've done recently, the levels of security in the facility might on some level be heightened. So I want you to be aware of that. I also do have some security codes that I pulled the last time I was down there. Ideally, those are the same. However, there's a chance that they have been changed. Also, there's a chance that prior to the change, it is common standard for Ka to issue the security codes in spates to different groups of people, such that in the case of a breach that is unexpected, they can locate those to a specific cluster of employees so that they can more narrowly investigate and potentially fire or worse employees who leak or violate security protocols. So beware of that. That might cause trouble. Theoretically, Cleo, couldn't we start from the top of the lodestone and just sneak our way down to where the data is? You would also eventually need to get in with a security clearance. You're not going to get into the laboratory unless you have the highest security clearance. Well, if we wear masks over our face like those bank robbers, then we can just have other people let us through. We'll just be like, y'all, put them up and give me your cards, y'all. I'm not sure that that's going to work. The doors are sealed and locked using Magitech. You have to scan your pass in order to get through. There's not people just loitering around waiting for people to pass. So do they have facial recognition cameras? Like if, say, you know, we give a hard time to a couple of people who have passes. I want those passes. I take those passes by force, and then I use those passes to get in. There are certain blind spots, certainly, but there is video surveillance in a lot of the facility, which is why I'm trying to do my best in providing you these blank cards. Yeah, Hopefully. let's just take the blank cards. That's, that seems like less work. But Cleo, can you code the blank cards? I'm sure I'll figure it out. Also, and this is very important, when you go into the archives, it's best if you can make it look like this particular piece of data was not your specific target. I've oh. been looking around. I've obtained this information. If like they think route. that, exactly, you want it to look maybe like random. A robbery, not subterfuge. We are not doing espionage, but we are criminals. Sure, I can easily do that. Do they have anywhere that has high amounts of money or something someone like me would want, actually want, that I could maybe get out of this? Well, what could be more valuable than data? Yes, but we have to make it look like we don't want the data. Not that specific data. Just take a lot of data. I guess that's fine. That is viable. I will also let you know that in the laboratory department, there are a number of various gadgets of more or less all sorts being developed by the team currently. If you were to lift some sort of prototype, that would certainly look plausible. Okay, that's what I want. Perfect. And one last thing, the name of the file that you're looking for is Osmium228. So did any of you have any more questions? Anything I could help with? Is there anything else you need from in there? Like, you leave something on someone's desk? You want us to shit on anyone's desk? That actually is on some level tempting. I assume that you're making humor here, but also... I'll actually do it. She will actually do it. I've always got to go, so it's fine. And then I'll light it on fire. Well, that... But that might create urgency. It's her first time at this particular rodeo. Okay, certainly. (laughs) I will say that if you can find the chief of security's desk, that would probably be nice, given the amount of grief that they've been giving you recently. But at the same time, don't put yourself out of the way, especially because, well, you know, you're a security threat. No, I'm on it. 
And by on it, I mean my shit will be on the desk. But Cleo, you said that it's always funnier if you light the shit on fire. I know. I'm just trying to be a professional about this. I appreciate your commitment to professionality. That assures me that Ashun's recommendation was not misplaced. She just flashes a toothy smile. If there is one thing that I envy about you, humans, and Dov specifically, well, you're afforded the ability to take a shit on the desk of someone that you're not particularly fond of. Oh, wait, but if I do that, will they, like, DNA test to figure out that it was me? Or do you think they'll even care? I don't think that they would go that far. Okay. DNA tests are very expensive. You're right. Even in Urshi. In part because everyone is related. Did you have any questions of us? My only question that I have of you is whether or not you will be able to pull this off in a way that doesn't jeopardize either my position or my life. We can do it in a way that does not jeopardize either. The implication there was actually that we will see on the other side of the jaw whether or not that is the case. It will I trust be. you on some level, but also, given the gravity of the situation, it is difficult not to have a level of anxiety or skepticism. Agreed. Sometimes a certain level of anxiety can be healthy. Yes. We will see you on the other side when we have proven that your life and your job are not jeopardized. If you've done this job correctly, you should probably be bringing the data directly back to Asun. I want to be clear on that. If you bring it back to me, that creates a link that could be traced, at which point I could, again, either be fired or killed. No, no, no. We'll or bring, worse. We'll bring it to Asun. I was trying to be comforting. I need to work on this part. Let's just go. Cleo, please. Local. No, I'm ready. My stomach hurts, so let's go. Too much milk tea. Yeah, probably. If I would have had alcohol, this would have been fine. Outside of Lodestone, about two miles away, it is still raining. Trumpets play a soft noir music. Cleo pulls up to a open spot. It's obviously red, but she doesn't care. She looks back to her friends and says, I got this. All right, friends. As you know, I am just loaded in skullduggery equipment and me being me. I've got, and she presses a button on her dashboard. It should remind everyone a lot of the show uh, Pimp My Ride, where it was just a little excessive, but there was a lot of cool shit in there that someone might steal if they knew it was in there. So, and it's got like a black setting, blue lights coming from behind it, and she has a little, almost like a floppy disk drive where she just enters in the two blank cards in order to set them up to give them clearance to get into the lodestone building. She types in a few numbers, a couple cat videos pop up on the side of the screen, she clicks them away, and... Oh, wait. It's not the time, Cal. I saved those for you. Oh, Those were for you, okay? Don't worry. And Lodimar gets to 99 when she sees a cop. They all see a cop on the side, and they knock on her window. What's going on in here? Oh, you know, we're just uh, waiting for the movie to start uh, that's happening in the nearest movie theater. It's about a 30-minute uh, wait, so we're just waiting in the car. <coughs> Sorry, there was something stuck in my throat a second ago. I might have sounded a little bit more gruff than I intended. Yeah! What movie are you guys seeing? Uh, we're seeing Flash Drive 3. Flash Drive 3? I heard that the first two were pretty crazy yeah no they were uh it's my favorite director so i'm really excited to see what they uh they have to bring to the table this time i know uh with the robot lead for the first time it's gonna be groundbreaking i'm i'm honestly excited 
It was a daring casting decision, but I'm excited to see how it works out. I think it's going to make a lot of ripples in the Hollywood atmosphere. Maybe we'll start seeing more of this in the future. Honestly, if this movie doesn't do well, I don't think they'll make that chance again. Hacking sequence complete. It's my ringtone Um, for the new movie. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so at this point, I'm going to ask that you roll your skullduggery, which is going to be a difficulty of a purple and a red. I'm tempted to put a black die on there for the presence of an actual no! police officer. But, Why did you do that? But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> because my that was very good. Thank you for that. One advantage, and right beforehand, Philly over from the passenger side uses their tendril to kind of block the screen inside the computer so the cop did hear what uh the uh computer said but they had a disadvantage of their angle from seeing what was actually on the screen yeah so the cop kind of like angles their head in a little bit philly lays a couple more vines over like they're just stretching to be like high and they wave with their other set of vines which is just like a giant fan going through the car brings their fin up to their cheek scratches it a little all right well be sure to enjoy your movie i hope that uh it's as good as the reviews are saying it's really blowing up on uh on hypercritics so and you know be safe try not to make too much noise i might have actually been required to write you a citation if you were making any more noise but i'm just gonna let you move off with a warning we'll be moving soon we've got 25 minutes now and she does a thing which is kind of like a catchphrase for all of flash drive films. She smooths her eyebrows and then makes those into finger guns, hoping that the cop uh, knows. They chuckle. <laughs> uh, five minutes closer to quitting time. And they walk down the street, whistling a tune. Hacking sequence failed. What? It said it was done. Philly, move your goddamn tendril. Billy quickly recoils their vines and like braids them together so they actually have two actually short arms braided up like they'd be short on a human and on Philly they're just little stubs. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. And she looks around the car uh, for advice. Data fragmentation interfered with completion of the hacking process. God damn it, car. Did you defrag your car? car no i don't didn't know that was a thing uh maybe you should defrag the car so cleo takes out the blank discs and goes under start my car defrag computer defrag computer car defrag start now and it said approximately 12 minutes to defrag but it continues to count up from 12 without moving the percent of completion. 13, one hour, 13 minutes, two hours, 15 minutes. She smacks the dashboard and it goes back to 12. Uh, I might as well just listen to some radio or something. So she starts the engine and turns on the car. You ever seen a kid take a shit in a pool? I'm talking about the nastiest, stinkiest doinks you've ever seen in your life. You guys want to... Just floating there up toward the top. Mind if I bump this? (laughs) A bloop, splish. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I was talking to my wife the other day, and don't even get me started. (laughs) I love this. The defrag sequence finishes, and that's why 
I never shop online. Well, I'm going to try this one more time, and if it doesn't work, we're just going to do what I was thinking about earlier. You guys okay with that? You guys okay? We're going to go see Flash Drive 3? No, we're going to, you know, beat up a couple people and just take their cards so we can walk in. And then see Flash Drive 3. Flash Drive 3. As long as Flash Drive 3 is included, I am fine with any plan. Honestly, I talked it up. We really should support this. Uh, It only happens if we do it through the box office number, so it's fine. So Cleo puts back in the blank discs and does the same thing she did before, and now semi-patiently waiting, looking at the screen. Cool. So this time you are going to add a black die for your retry. There's Mm -hmm. fragmented data on these discs, which might make it impossible to actually complete the task. Okay. Uh, two advantages. So the bar fills up to about 30% and the computer speaks back to you. Data on drives corrupted. Car, this is not the news I wanted. You know me. I know you. This sucks. Uh, and the screen does a clockwise wipe and the pokemon missing no just sort of shows up occupying the screen she unplugs the two cards he's just they're just doing that at which point strolling down the road you see three people in Technologics lab coats oh man flash drive three can you believe it it's finally time it was so hard to get this time off of work but here we are team building guys yeah team building i'm so excited about this this is gonna be so cool cleo jumps out of the car and she goes oh my gosh are you guys talking about flash drive 3 yeah we're talking about flash drive 3 that is so awesome you know what me and my fans were actually just thinking about going to go see that do you guys mind if you uh i could i could actually give you guys a ride this is my car oh shoot are you kidding no we we were gonna hoof it but yeah this is my badass car do you want to come in if you don't mind my saying it this ride looks thoroughly pimped oh it is go ahead take a look i don't mind is that pearlescent paint i, oh, I yeah. do believe it is yeah it's a scratch and sniff also so if you want to just get closer oh, to mate, it are those lazy susans in there so she just uh, immediately uh as soon as they get close she takes one hand on one person's head and then puts her hand and elbow and just knocks their head into the car to try to knock them out okay are you trained in deception uh yes i'm gonna ask you to make a deception roll because sure, yeah. that's what that yeah. classic gambit is it's just gonna be two purples for your difficulty these are just regular scientists. They're not good at sussing just, out lies. They're not trained in that. One success and one advantage. So you clang their heads together as the third scientist yelps. And in their fear, they like take a step forward to you and you slam their head against your car. They all have these security badges. And do you have any idea for how you wanted to use that advantage? I've got something in mind, but I wanted to see if you had any ideas first. Uh, Basically, what I was going to do is see if I could just take them and use my computer to copy one by one over to the blank one. But that way it is they can have there so they don't even know what happened and they move on with their life and we can go unnoticed and just somehow like they didn't understand what just happened. Or we give them the blank cards that don't work and take their passes. So as far as they're concerned, they don't know what happened, but ours are guaranteed to work. Oh, so I'm going to take their wallets. So they think they got <laughs> mugged. 
Sure. That's a good call. <laughs> and to assist in that particular cover story, there is a seedy alley right next to where you've parked the car mm-hmm. with just like a nasty, greasy old dumpster back there. Perfect. I'm going to put them over there. Maybe if uh, move them over to somewhere where they're not continuously getting rained on. But she's going to try to copy them one by one because if the less they know, the better. Like if they come up with blank ones, they're going to know that it was some kind of ruse. Absolutely. So by virtue of having taken these cards directly, you're able to make the conversion. You've equipped yourself with these cards. And now these people believe that they were just mugged on their way to see Flash Drive 3. And we took their tickets. <laughs> we took their tickets. Well, They're yeah. redeemable for a later time. Alrighty. So with that out of the way, what'll you do? Realistically, I think Cleo is going to advise that they find a loading entrance where their cards will still work. There might be security there, but it's minimal security. And it's usually always a person just reading some kind of newspaper with their foot up. And they're just like, show me a cards. Yep. Okay. And then we can just walk in. All right. That sounds good to me. As you enter the service dock and try to sneak your way up to the laboratory level, you're going to need to roll a stealth check against the vigilance score of the security guards. So that is a purple and a red for you. That's two successes and two disadvantages. You manage to sneak in, get your clearance. You take up the back way, so you are riding up actually from the bottom of the docks up to the receiving area inside of the laboratory itself. You see on your way to the elevator a couple of the sentry robots that are being employed here, but you enter the elevator safe There's a pale green light that washes over you as you have moved through various boxes and sheets of metal. And as you are about halfway up to the laboratory level, you hear a light scratching sound coming from the surrounding area. You can't quite pinpoint exactly where it is. What do you do? Uh, should we investigate those scratches or should we just keep on keeping on? Probably just the elevator. Okay. (laughs) Scratch, 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 scratch. Is there something trapped outside the elevator trying to get in? I I think you're the tallest. Maybe you should go look. I'm not sticking my head out there. Oh my god. Cleo stands on the railing that's, you know how there's railing sometimes inside the elevator just against the walls. She stands up on that and lifts up one of the panels on the top of the elevator and looks out. That's not where the cat sound came from. Oh, I thought it was all around. You were just having trouble. metal. Oh! (laughs) She climbs down and hears the noise again and puts her ear right to Cal's chest. (laughs) Open up. And she knocks on his chest. Oh, oh, oh. And Local opens up and pulls out a (laughs) small, yet still kind of tubby kitten, little, little tabby. Oh, Mrs. Good Cookie, you are a good cat. She just looks at Cal and has the biggest frown and look of confusion. Like, why would you do this? You dumb, dumb boy robot. He then profers the... The kitten towards Cleo. Tell Mrs. Good Cookie 
She's a good cat. She is doing light sort of swimming in his arms as he pushes her toward you. She kisses Mrs. Good Cookie's nose and pushes her back into his chest. That stays in there and stays quiet. Can you do that, Cal? Or I'm going to push you off this elevator with both of you inside. He picks the cat up and stares at her in the face. Okay, Mrs. Good Cookie, you stay quiet now. And puts her back inside uh, his chest cavity and closes it up. Perfect. But (laughs) Mrs. Good Cookie's presence will at some point constitute some black dice on some rolls because that's a heightened level of threat. (laughs) Yep. Good cookie. Better be quiet. As local slams his chest closed, the elevator settles from its ascension and opens. The halls of the research laboratory, even here where they unload supplies are very sterile. It is not washed out and white. It is more gray with these sort of teal-blue undertones coming from the lighting panels that are set about. There is a clear glass window at the edge of this supply room where you can see out to a bunch of the laboratory space on the other side. It is mostly empty, but in corners you can see folks either looking at microscopes or typing away at projects or what have you. No one is immediately aware of your presence, and there are a couple of signs in the area over the laboratory section that point toward the break room or the archives or the conference room and that sort of thing. What do you do? Go to the archives, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where we need to go. So we're going to head towards the archives just go straight there. If Cleo happens to see the chief of security's desk, she'll do what she has to do, but she's going to worry about getting done what they need to first. How do fire alarms work in AO? Smoke detection? Okay, good to know. Things might get a little smoky, guys. (laughs) So, you make your way, keeping low, out of the eyeline of the researchers who are working here as you head back toward the archives themselves. And I'm going to go ahead and just give you a percentile die roll to see whether or not you pass the chief of security's desk. 50 or above, you're good. 49 and below, you missed it. Mm-hmm. That's 89. So We hella pass it. On your way back toward the archives, you see a detour where there is clearly a large office It's got a sliding door, but on the sliding door are actually a number of decals, almost like bumper stickers for your car, which are plastered over this thing, signifying a lot of investment in things like explosives and gun culture. There is the AO equivalent of a Don't Tread on Me sticker slapped on the door. But based on what you can see through the window into the office, for the time being, it's empty. What do you do? Cleo, as they w- they're walking past on their way in, they look really badass, but there's a record scratch. She sees that that's what that is. Her tummy grumbles. She answers the fates and walks in to do the deed. Go ahead and give me a difficulty two perception roll. Uh, five advantages, but one failure. Okay, you failed. And I'm going to be upfront with you. That does mean that 
this InfoWars loving motherfucker has some sort of nanny cam or security system in here. But you've got five advantages to work with. How do you want to spend those? So maybe he enjoyed the video. That's his thing. And he sees it as just a gift. Yeah, because if he shows it to someone, then they're going to take it as evidence. And he won't be able to hold on to that because he's into it. Right. Or they have to sweep his computer and find other stuff on there. So he keeps it hush knows who it is, but really wants to keep it because that's just raw, steamy material. If you know what I mean. You have done your cruel and steamy deed. (laughs) (laughs) As you make your way to the actual archive itself, here is the keypad with the security code that you will need that Triscod provided you before, the one that she was worried about. It seems as though your only way forward, unless one of you has something like the computer's skill. I have an intelligence of four. And some way to hack this thing to ensure that you get passage. I have an intelligence of four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I would actually allow that as an intelligence for mechanics role. Oh, that's even better. Okay, I can absolutely do that because that's two green and two yellow, which is... It is going to be difficulty three because this is a state-of-the-art system. Yeah, and I'll I'll go ahead and help you with that since I'm also in the mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Mechanics. One failure, a triumph, and an advantage. Okay, so you take off the panel, you try to get it to short circuit, and it doesn't work. You are going to have to input the code. However... I'm going to say your advantage in this situation is that there's not clear evidence of tampering. No one can see that you reached in there and mucked around. The triumph, did you have any ideas for that? So the security behind the door does not work, but we got to use the codes to get through the door as the failure. So I'm going to go ahead and spend one of the last two story points that I have to say that the code that you got from Triscod was outdated the codes have been updated so her super group in this top tier security cluster is going to be brought under scrutiny not triscod specifically but everyone in that group is going to be suspected for some sort of data breach but you enter the code the door still slides open and before you underneath this blue green track lighting are rows and rows and rows of these triangular data cards you are able to get in and with relative ease especially since the security system has shorted out find the osmium group and you find your code is there anything else that you are going to be doing in order to improve or build upon your cover story So first things first, we are taking all of the ones in the Osmium that we can carry and then like a couple random ones here and there. And then Thorn uh, is going to roll down Philly's back and just very excitedly kind of like sneeze, which is actually going to cause a bunch of tiny little cactus thorns to explode all over the place. And Philly's just going to be like, well, um, Tris God doesn't have thorns, so this might work out. One incidentally is stuck in Cleo's cheek, and she just looks over at Thorn 
and pulls it out and flicks it right at Thorn. Thorn thinks that you are playing and like picks up the thorn and like rolls it over to you and then like drops it at your feet. She walks away. <laughs> thorn picks it back up and continues to follow you. So as you are exiting, you seem to be able to make it out pretty easily. But I'm going to go ahead and spend my last story point to say that we get as you are walking down the hall toward the elevator, a cut back to the other side of the archives where as you are leaving rounding the corner is a large security robot essentially its head is like the lens of a camera and next to him and next to it is the chief of security who looks exactly like you're imagining him just the (laughs) whitest salt and pepperest motherfucker you've ever seen and the security robot points to the backs of you all as you're exiting and the security officer holds his hand up and says no no let them go this is about to get interesting we cut to ashun's underground lab as he inputs this data chip into his system and reads over the information a pale grim look comes over his eyes it looks like Ka is aware Ka believes that the mining is decreasing the effect of resonance. They're aware that that might impact future strides in technology, even the climate. But the justification here for refusing to act is quite grim. They have justified this as positing that incidences of awakening in robots will decline and eventually cease, positing that the increase in the labor force is worth the potential harm. Moreover, it posits here that there may be actual grounds for the revocation of existing rights for robots under the argumentation that the decline in the effect has stripped them of their sapience. There is a loud crash and it pans over and Local's fist is currently through the wall and then he pulls it back out this can't happen at the crash there are cat noises from inside cal that are just like panic noises and whimpers <coughs> obviously this pound has upset the small cat that is inside local no this can't happen i refuse to let this happen and triscod will refuse to let this happen you are a group of a very small number of people who is aware of this information now I have no doubts that you'll fight for this, Cal. Philly, Cleo, your payment is incoming. I promise you that. But are you here for the fight to come? Can't I be for both? Certainly. Then yes. Philly lays a set of vines over local shoulder and looks down. Don't worry, Cal. No matter what it takes, we're going to help protect you and any robots that this could affect. Local nods and then opens up his chest and takes out Mrs. Good Cookie. I'm sorry. There's no going back from here. It's time that we meet again with Triscard. There's a lot of work to be done. Car Technologics must end. Maybe we meet with them tomorrow. We got a movie in about 20 minutes for Flash Drive 3, if that's okay. Are you kidding me? 
No, we didn't get you a ticket. There were only three. Damn it. No, you know what? It's fine. There's a lot of data for me to trawl through here. I can catch it some other time when the theaters are less crowded. I heard it's the film of the century. We'll tell you all about it. And Billy waves. And he sighs under his breath as I think we cut to the three of you and Mrs. Good Cookie exiting the theater with smiles on your faces as credits begin to roll. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you'd like to get into contact with Quinn or have any questions about the show in general, feel free to email swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Swallows of South, on Facebook at Swallows of the South, and on Tumblr at Swallows of the South. Our theme music for Icar and Breath is Vault by Jazar, and I'll see you next Tuesday.